Hey everyone. It has been eight months since the last time I did this. So it's been a long overdue update. In June, 2022, when I wrapped up season one, I had just landed back in New York City after being in Hong Kong for two years. And I took a break with the best of intentions. I figured I'll adapt to life back in New York City, start planning my move to SF, start a job, um, record as I go. And it's now March, 2023. Um, needless to say, it didn't really play out how I thought it would. Um, I did record some episodes as I went on, but instead of really having the time to work on the podcast and get out season two, I just kind of got caught up in life, you know, doing exactly what I just mentioned. And then the longer I waited, the more it felt daunting to get back into it. But I'm back at it now. And for the rest of this episode, I just wanted to take the time to share about everything that has happened since. When I sat down to write this outline, I couldn't really think about how to summarize everything that has happened in eight months in a way that felt, you know, relevant and meaningful. And then I thought back to the article that my friend Priscilla sent me. Um, she shared this article about human seasons. It's this idea that you can think of life in natural stages or seasons, just like our weather. So for example, you could be in a season of spring, it's full of potential, it's awaiting action, it's where you try new hobbies, meet new people, collect new experiences, and you just feel hopeful about what could be. Um, the opposite of that is you can be in a season of winter where things feel a bit more dull, moody, um, there's not a ton of motivation in general, and it could you know, make you feel the same sense of self-doubt or insecurities that have plagued you before. Um, and seasons could last weeks, months, or years. Not gonna lie, when I read the years part, I definitely did not make me feel great, but what's comforting about the article is that we're all going to cycle through these seasons and no feelings or emotions are permanent. So this entire season is documenting seasons of change and all the lessons learned while adapting to them. So without further ado, here's a TLDR of everything that has happened since June, 2022. I personally felt like I've gone through three seasons of change during this time. So part one of three was traveling in Asia. I left Hong Kong in June. I packed, said goodbye to my friends and to the city that has allowed me to basically hit the refresh button on life. And then I went off traveling through Asia. Anita, who was um, on episode one and six of last season, also left Hong Kong during that time. So she and I traveled to Vietnam and Indonesia together. And it was just so fun. Like we joined local food tours. We went to the same pho spot that Barack Obama went to. My favorite, you take one. Mm. You cut half for inside salad and then you roll, you eat with the... Hopped around multiple cities, chilled at resorts and beaches, hiked. Um, we took motor, we got around on motorbikes. Um, so we had to like awkwardly cling on to the driver's waist, um, which, you know, I was just dying because it was also super hot and sweaty. Um, but needless to say, it was a season of summer. I felt that there was so much possibility in life and I was filled with gratitude for my time in Hong Kong, for the people I met there just felt a ton of creativity and was excited to continue creating a life that, you know, feels more in line with my values. 
And then after Anita left, I traveled alone through Singapore, Malaysia, and Cambodia. And let me just say, I was really proud of myself traveling alone through all these foreign countries. Um, I locked in a job in the US at that point already. So I didn't really stress out too much about my finances. I, you know, signed up for day tours. I met and spoke to interesting people. I learned so much about the intertwined history of Southeast Asia. And I just loved it. But at the same time, I started to feel a little bit lonely. I think towards the end, I was just really tired of traveling. And I really wanted to be in the same space for a longer period of time. I've been traveling for a month at that point. Plus, even, you know, when I was in Hong Kong, I, I constantly moved around. I was just anxious to come back to New York City um, after two years of being away. Part two of three was returning home to New York City. And for me, it was a season of spring. I literally kid you not, the contrast between Asia's hospitality and America's was so evident the moment the plane landed in Newark. I flew Singapore Airlines, so the air hostesses and the cabin crew, you know, just like most of Asia's hospitality staff, were so incredibly nice. And then the moment I walked through Newark Airport, there were airport announcements made by some lady who definitely didn't sound happy. And then the second very jarring moment was when I got into the Uber. The Uber driver tells me first that he's not going to wear a mask because COVID is a hoax. And this was just like crazy to me because I spent two years in Hong Kong wearing masks everywhere. And then we went through the Holland Tunnel to cross into New York City. And the moment we got out of the tunnel, he said the Uber app for some reason ended the ride. But instead of driving me to my destination in Queens, he asked me to get off the car with my luggage in the middle of Manhattan when my destination was like, five miles away. So yeah, what a great welcome back to New York that was. More importantly, I think the start of this chapter was the moment I walked through my apartment. So I still had an apartment in New York City and everything about the apartment was the same. You know, like the plates were in the same place. The books I was interested in reading two years ago were still on the shelf, but everything about my life was so different. I was no longer in my six-year relationship, which made being in that apartment um, very difficult. I no longer had a routine in the city to return to anymore. And I just didn't really have a roadmap of what's, what's going to happen next. It felt like this major jarring disconnect between my life just a day ago in Cambodia and my life now. So during this period of time, I just felt truly grateful for my family. So my mom was in my apartment the moment I walked in. She was ready to serve me with a bowl of soup to welcome me home. And for the first few weeks back, my sister was, you know, always just a phone call away, listening patiently as I dealt with all of these feelings. And I learned in that moment that I was just so lucky to have someone like her, you know, someone who knows my past and who I can always count on to be in my future. And one of the best parts about having someone like this is that they can often zoom out on your life in a way that, you know, you sometimes can't when you're going through change. So when we zoomed out, she reminded me of all the things I overcame to get to where I was today, of all the things I accomplished for myself and, you know, how this period was just a period of transition and that's all it was. And that I will, as I always did, I will be able to get through it and learn from it. 
after all of that, that, you know, probably lasted two weeks of just feeling completely out of place and, you know, everything was just so weird. Um, what I did have after that was this possibility to create a new routine. It was essentially another chance at choosing my path, friends, relationships that feel right. And so I reminded myself that no matter how I felt, I should just stay open to possibilities, just as I did in Hong Kong. So I went to my high school reunion, which was interesting. Um, and by doing that, I reconnected with some friends um, from high school who I haven't spoken to in years. And just by being open, I was lucky enough to get to know them completely anew, you know, at 27 after a few years of adulthood. And so some of those friendships I was able to grow over the summer. I went out. I gradually met new friends, fostered old ones, and I just tried to carry on the lessons I've learned in Hong Kong um, to build a routine that feels right for me. I wasn't starting work yet, so I could still go to the gym in the mornings, go get my morning coffee, take long walks, um, reach out to friends regularly, journal. You know, I was that girl for a good amount of time. You know, then I started working, but I still tried to remind myself that I should take long walks, um, I should go to the gym in the morning, I should journal, and that all these things are good for me. Part three of three was when I moved to SF. So it was September of 2022, I moved from New York City to SF, really just packed all of my life's belongings at that point um, into a couple of boxes, had that shipped over through FedEx, and booked my plane ticket. I had a temporary kind of living situation already arranged ahead of time. I found this co-living space, which is really just a glorified like one room out of six different rooms with other roommates. Yeah, but it was just meant to be a temporary space so that I could, you know, arrive and then take my time to figure out which part of San Francisco I wanted to live in. And when I landed there, something that kept coming up was, could I do it again? You know, like this is another big move. I didn't really know anyone in San Francisco. I had one cousin. Everything else was pretty much up in the air. Um, so I just remember constantly thinking, could I build a community here? Um, can I make friends again? Can I, can I create a routine that makes me content? Um, I definitely had that in Hong Kong and I've been able to recreate that um, in New York again, but can I start it all over? And I just remember the nagging thought in those first couple of months here was, could the progress that I've made in my life be reversed? You know, it was, I was constantly worried, like, am I regressing? Would I lose, am I losing that sense of excitement for life um, again. Despite these thoughts, I knew the best I could do for myself was just to, you know, build a routine as best as I can and just be open to meeting people. So within the first couple of months here, I hung out with my roommates at that temporary rental spot. Um, and I created a Bumble BFF account um, and try to meet like-minded people through it. And to my surprise, it actually worked really, really well. And some of um, most of the friends that I've made here so far are actually from Bumble BFF. So yeah, I think ultimately it was kind of like a fall of sorts because, you know, it, it was still exciting. Um, things were changing and I had to get used to the change, but it was also like turning a new leaf. 
it was clear that, you know, like maybe there's no point in constantly comparing um, this move versus all the previous ones. But it was, you know, I kind of gave myself time to adapt and to just stay open to things. And then over time, I, you know, felt like I really found my footing here. And so this brings me to where I am today. Uh, work got pretty intense and I'd say I gradually felt like it became harder and harder to make time for things outside of work. Um, I would say that what was fall has slowly gave way to a season of winter, um, which is where I am, am in now. And let me just say, finding motivation to create content when you're no longer in, you know, like spring or summer mode um, is definitely very hard. And that's why I gave myself permission to take things slowly. That's why I took a little bit of time to get this podcast out. So what to expect going forward? Um, You know, this season, I'm just going to have fun. I'm going to chat with friends I met here who are also first generation um, Asians, the first in their family to be born or raised in America. And a lot of the topics are going to be centered around, you know, things that we find relevant. So a lot of that will be um, talking about change and growth and the growing pains that come with it. I'm also just going to, you know, test something new. Maybe I'll have solo episodes where I'm just chatting as I'm doing right now. Um, but whatever it is, I'm just going to have fun with it. And I hope this becomes, you know, one of the podcasts that you can casually pop on as you're washing dishes, taking a walk, going to work, whatever it is. I'm just so grateful that you're even listening. The next episode will be dropping in a week. So I'll see you there. Bye.